Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Hom, and I'm super excited to bring you our guest today, Sienna Hubs. She is a friend that I met, uh, I don't know, uh, a year ago, January, at the Real Estate Guys Real Estate Investor, or sorry, their syndication seminar. And she was actually the first, one of the first people I met that first evening and um, and been really excited to get to know her more and more ever since. She has a super inspiring story. She was a teacher, um, and now she's a real estate entrepreneur. And I think I love her story because it's an amazing example of how you can begin relatively modestly but create spectacular, spectacular outcomes over time. She, along with her husband, Randy, have been investors for 36 years, for over 36 years. Randy is now a licensed managing broker at their real estate brokerage firm, Tri-Cities Life Real Estate, which is in Kennewick, Washington. And Jana works beside him on asset management, accounting, and developing their brand as investment housing specialists. They both hold master's degrees from Central Washington University, and they spent 35 years as teachers. They were in the education field. And their real estate experience followed a parallel course with their careers in education, and they've acquired income-producing properties in four states and two countries with their primary focus on B- and C-class multifamily investments as well as A-class hotel property in emerging markets. So they're really doing some different things, and it's fascinating. Currently, they are full-time real estate investors and syndicators, and they've leveraged their teaching experience to help others learn more about financial intelligence, investments, and hard assets outside of Wall Street, and alternative retirement strategies. I'm so excited to have her here. Welcome, Jana. Thank you, Monique. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, I, I love your story, and I, I always like to start from the beginning. So how did you how did you get started in real estate investing? Well, um, for both Randy and I, uh, we started actually before we even got married, but our approach to real estate investing, like you had indicated, has been conservative to most because both of us, you know, spent our entire lives as teachers or administrators for the school system, and then we actually purchased, Randy purchased first investment property before we got married in 1979 with the intent that we would rehab it and then flip it. And we experienced our first real estate investing lesson when the market crashed in 1980, which forced this to become our first rental house. And so um, as a result, then we um, started to manage that particular property after we moved out of our, which is our honeymoon cottage. And we still actually have that particular house. It's about 750 wow. square feet is all. And so that's, that's real exciting. And we've had the same resident in there for, oh, gosh, 28 years, I think. So that's been oh my gosh. Um, a nice little, <laughs> little piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we purchased two more homes in 1980, and then we began flipping properties in 97 and doing 1031 exchanges. So we finally got to a point where after, you know, some of that um, 
endeavors, we decided that we needed to be more educated and began reading books on real estate and investments. And it was shortly after that time that we stumbled onto our um, good old friend, Robert Kiyosaki, and the purple book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which changed our, mm-hmm. our entire approach, you know, to investing. So, well, we started to look at using capital to raise um, properties and being able to purchase. We we started to get into um, looking at other people's money as well as, um, oh, um, using equity from our other properties and purchasing our first five-unit multifamily um, property here in the local area. We started turning over our uh, properties to um, a gentleman that we know uh, that we pretty much raised since he was just a little tooth that took uh, trumpet lessons from Randy and helped him to develop his management skills. So he is our current manager and does a much better job now than we ever could have. And he's just real professional and he's a teacher also. And then we decided that through mentors um, and studying more, listening to podcasts, that we could venture out of our own area, that we didn't need to drive by them and look at them and touch them. And so we bought our first uh, apartment complex in Abilene, Texas, which was a 32-unit back in 2009. And then we uh, leveraged our past construction experience a year later and bought a vacant 30-unit apartment complex in Memphis, Tennessee, and went through that rehab experience by managing it from afar. So that was a a little bit different twist and experience for us, but it went well. That's so great. So you started off with the one house that you were going to flip back in 1979, and now, so now, what is your you know where where are you with your current investments? Right now, we have acquired income-producing properties in, like you mm-hmm. had indicated at the beginning, in four states and two countries, with our primary focus on B and C class multifamily investments, and then a A-class hotel property in some emerging markets. And we just got back from a trip. We're looking in the St. Louis area as well. We've always had our eye on that because we have family in that area, and so it makes sense to be able to stay close to family, uh, which is very important to us, to look at that market. And so we were able to look at uh, three different apartment complexes, over the mm-hmm. course of a couple of days, and so now we'll start to do diligence and see if they if everything pencils out and start to you know branch off and bring more people on our team um, that have maybe a little bit different skills than what uh, we have or have different expertise than what we have or things that we don't maybe like to do as much um, because our my my gig is into the numbers and that whole area, you know, and other people's number, uh, uh, ex- expertise is into, you know, talking with people and doing some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I love that, that point really about, A, I, I always say that real estate is a team sport. And you're not, you know, if you try to do it alone, it's a lot hard. It's a lot harder. But if you can get a good team, especially people with complementary skills, then it works a lot better. 
Like you're into numbers. And I not so much into the numbers. So, you know, I also work <laughs> with my husband. He's more into the numbers. I'm the one that does more of the investor relations or, you know, <laughs> I've managed the rehabs and the remodel and the design. So, it, you know, you want a good team that complements that complements you. So I love that, that point. I also wanted to follow up on something else you said just to um, just to uh, for people who don't understand the terms B, C, or A, B, C class, the different classes of properties, because I know that before I started into this terms and I didn't understand what that means. Um, do you want to, can you, can you explain briefly what, what those terms mean for the listeners? I believe I can. I mean, A class is typically brand new, construction, uh, top of the mm-hmm. model. It has everything that people are in today's age are looking for um, in a property. It has all the amenities traditionally and that type of thing. B class and C class have to do with, um, in my opinion, it has to do with, again, the age of the property. So they're older mm-hmm. properties. They have yeah. uh, maybe a little bit higher maintenance or um, continued maintenance on them, and then the neighborhood may be a little run down, or maybe um, you can turn a C-class apartment into a B-class by doing some um, remodeling or adding some um, improvements to it that bring it up, curb appeal and maybe carport or, you know, different things that really attract that higher level um, person that wants to take care of the property more. Yep, and we'll pay more rent. <laughs> that's a, and, that's and a lot we'll of value. There's some value add there. And um, so that, you know, thank you. That was a great explanation. Um, all right, so – so you're now. There's another thing that you're doing other than these B and C. You started talking about the A class and emerging markets. So that the hotel, the resort. <clears throat> Tell us a little bit about that investment. Our hotel resort. Well, that is. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That's where Randy and I um, really got educated and took several classes on syndication, and we took them from mm-hmm. different people and because Mm -hmm. we wanted different people's perspectives and everything. And we were invited in by Robert and Russ to see whether or not we were interested in Belize, and that is where the hotel property is on the island of Ambergris Key. And Mm -hmm. uh, when we first saw this development, and it was basic, um, you know, dirt and I mean, it was in the very beginning stages of it, maybe a couple years in production, we just looked around and said, oh, my gosh, this is a place that we could really love because we are skydivers, excuse me, we are scuba divers, and Mm -hmm. we um, have been and had been previously with our kids as well to Honduras and several places over there um, on, like, 10-day trips. And just the design and everything that um, was part of this particular hotel project, we said it's right up our alley. We've stayed in some places that are similar to this, and we believe in it. And so that's when we um, we were able to, through communication with Robert and Beth, get the information, work with our attorney, Mauricio, and really put together what we believed was a strong um, perspective 
and then we started to just continue to um, communicate with people and help them to understand and help them to also have the passion and love for what we were doing on this island to help create uh, properties uh, or hotel units for people that are going on vacation, for people that you know, want to enjoy the quality of life in a, in a place that is safe and secure and has so many wonderful places to eat and visit and, and activities from fishing to scuba diving to, you know, plane rides and everything. So, um, you know, that's what we got into it. And we are just, you know, tickled about it. So mm, that's great. So that, yeah, that is a, it's a very beautiful property. I saw it for the first time last year, where it was quite a bit further along. <laughs> um, actually, I'll be going. I'll be going. I think you're going too next week. Um, yeah, and, uh, wait. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be in Belize next week at this resort. But it's a it's a really interesting um, investment, and and I love that. Um, you know, one of there are a couple really great things about having offshore investments and being able to um, really diversify your portfolio and have different types of investments. You know, they're oftentimes when financial, uh, you know, financial advisors talk about you need to diversify, all they talk about is they just mean you need different types of stocks <laughs> or some bonds. Right, or paper diversified. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're right. Um and but if you you know if you have different types of you know and and if you're only doing the same type of real estate in the same market that too is not necessarily that diversified you know as that mark crashes or um, you know things change then it's then it is good to have different types of properties and in different places and if you're in a different country that's really diversified and then a, a totally different type of asset it's a it's a resort as opposed to an apartment building. So that that's very cool, right? Um, so I wanted to ask you because you you work with very closely with Randy, your husband, and um, you know how, how is that for you being business partners with your husband? Well, shoot, that's an easy one because being partners with Randy has been absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, since retiring, however, from our educational careers, I retired first and then he retired. Uh, he went part-time and then retired fully, I think, a couple of years ago. And, you know, we had had to learn how to work even closer together because, um, you know, it's one thing to do parallel careers with real estate yeah. and teaching and everything and come home and I do dinners and because I always cook and mm -hmm. uh, deal with homework or baths or that kind of thing. And then once the kids are in bed, then I come down and I'm doing my thing in the numbers and the you know office and that type of thing or reviewing certain things. And for him, it was before I got home or, you know, that type of thing. Well, then all of a sudden we're here together coming down in the morning and, you know, some people are not morning people and, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> so we had to learn how to figure out what, um, what works for each of us and honor that 
as individuals and not, you know, be stuck in a rut as far as, well, you know, I'm here and um, you, you're going to have to move someplace else. So it's been divide and conquer as well as block time together, you know, to work on our business and not just in our business. You know, we also mm-hmm. um, are firm believers in reinforcing and encouraging each other because it's too easy when your partner's in a marriage to forget to value the other person, their thoughts, and their ideas. And so we work pretty hard at making sure that we encourage and build up each other, that we goal set individually, but then also that we share and goal set together so that we're on the same page personally, um, financially, um, you know, um, as well as, um, our values and that type of thing, and that we ask for patience and that we schedule time for us together as well as for our family. And so yeah. with our part, you know, I'm the asset manager and also the ma- I manage the managers of, uh, of our property. So I'm constantly dealing with our property manager, and Randy doesn't get into that at all. Randy is the deal guy and focuses on property acquisitions and syndications. And so with that, we still have to come together and brainstorm, listen to each other so that we know where each other is at. But we, we have a place that we can each hang our hats, if you will, and so that we, you know, because that was one of the tough things in leaving education was, oh, my gosh, what am I now? <laughs> you know, so we had <laughs> yeah. to re- realign ourselves a little bit, you know. So it's been wonderful. That is great. Um, yeah, somebody who also works with my husband, uh, it, you know, those are, those are really good advice to have really clear roles and really honor and courage one another and take time to work on your business, not just in it and, and set goals and, and, you know, do all that together. So that's really wonderful. Um, Absolutely. What, yeah. So let me ask you a question. What has been your biggest mistake and what did you learn from it? Well, gee, it's hard to measure biggest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, because if you're going to make a mistake, you better make a big one. <laughs> I've always said that. If you're going to make a mistake, make a big one. <laughs> yeah. But I think for, for me is, and as we continue to grow and learn, because we, you know, value learning, and that is not accessing and delegating various jobs to, like, virtual assistants, accounting people, marketing services earlier so that we had more time to work on our business, to network, and maintain a sense of balance. You know, um, I guess, you know, in real estate investing, the one thing that we have found that's typically a common thread with investors is that most people want to do everything themselves. And learning how to partner with others is part of the evolutionary process that is necessary if one has a desire to scale their business up. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's where I think our biggest mistake was, and we continually, I think, struggle sometimes with that And because I'm trying to figure out systems for how to monitor and make sure that things are continuing to meet our standards as we delegate, you know, that there is um, – um, 
you know, that, oh, I, I can't think of the word right offhand, Monique, but that it holds up to our standards. And that is yeah. treating people with dignity, with respect, honoring who they are. It's not about us. It's about them, you know. And so um, that's our biggest, you know, uh, way of doing it. Great. Um, and what are you most proud of? Hmm. Well, I'm most proud that Randy and I have a strong, strong relationship of not only being best friends, but also being business partners, and that we've been able to raise healthy, financially intelligent children who are making their mark in real estate and investment opportunities. And I I could not be prouder of that, you know. Um, It's not about the four walls of the school system. It's about life opportunities. It's about talking. It's about um, coming together at the table and talking. It's about conversations on the phone. Um, you know, it's it's all about that. And so I, I mean, that is a proud moment for me to be able to say, yes, in fact, I believe we have accomplished that and are continuing to. Mm, that's great. Um, so you guys have been very successful. Um, what To what do you attribute your success? Well, we are both, as you probably can tell, <laughs> mm-hmm. we are both pretty very driven people or individuals mm-hmm. and we've spent most of our time focusing on our goals as a special education teacher as well as administrator we are constantly writing and helping people to focus on uh, measurable goals targeted goals um, breaking those down into final into uh, finer steps and that type of thing. As a result of that, we never really watched TV, nor did our kids fall victim to, you know, time-wasting activities like video games and that type of thing. They did have sports activities and stuff, but neither one of them really, um, because of the models that they had as parents, us, they didn't do that either, fall victim to that. Um, A Mm -hmm. lot of our success, I believe, Monique, has been through reading books, listening to podcasts, um, working, you know, side by side with each other and helping each other grow and outlining, you know, our strengths to enhance our business, Um, gaining additional knowledge through things like what we are going to in Belize, you know, this next week. Mm-hmm. Um, our yeah. mentor, you know, Anthony Char is one of our mentors. Obviously, the real estate guys, Robert Helms and Russell Gray are mentors of ours. You know, um, maintaining a healthy lifestyle of eating and exercising properly and, and, you know, making sure that that stays on the top platform, you know. so yeah. And then uh, being able to believe in ourselves and committing to being – committed to strong morals and values, you know, that demonstrate that it's not about us. It's about our investors. It's about how we can care and put a smile on people's face and help encourage them. Beautiful. Such great advice. Um, Okay, I have time for one more question before we get into the Trinity. But uh, so, you know, from where you are, now you've, you've been doing this for over 36 years, what advice do you have for a woman just starting out? Or a different way of asking that is, what do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? 
Well, I think that would be get educated, which means get around the right people, which could also lead to getting away from those who tend to pull you down or distract you from your goals. Um, Believe in yourself. Pick yourself up even when you're down and keep working towards your goal when things get hard because life is um, it, it, life has ups and downs, whether that's personally, whether that's spiritually, whether that is financially, you're going to have ups and downs, and we constantly have to pick our head up, put a great big smile on our face, and know that we can do it. You know, and then make a plan and follow up on that plan and ask good questions. Mm, great. Wonderful. Such good advice. Um, and, you know, for people who want to know more about you and, and connect with you, what is the, what's the best way to, for people to connect with you? Well, they can connect with me on LinkedIn and through mm-hmm. Jana Hub's uh, regular spelling. Or uh, the best email, probably so it doesn't get into a spam filter, would be rhubs, H-U-B-B-S, at tri-cities-life.com. Okay. So LinkedIn, Jana Hubs, J-A-N-A-H-U-B-B-S, or r-h-u-b-b-s at tri-cities-life.com. Awesome. All right. So now it's time for our fave, the end of show, Trinity, which is a brag, a gratitude, and a desire. So what is one thing you're celebrating right now? We were blessed with our first granddaughter last year in July, the end of July. (laughs) And so now, of course, we're coming up on her first birthday, and we are super excited to spend time with family this weekend celebrating that number one birthday. So, yes. Oh, I can't believe it's been a year, although I, I do remember seeing you right after she was born. Um, yes, and she or is actually, a no, happy, you happy didn't girl. come because you were, she had just been born. So great. That is correct. I think. Yeah, wow. we were supposed to see you in Belize, but then you, um, you stayed with your new grandbaby. So congrats. Um, yes, well, thank you. What's one thing you're, you're grateful for? Well, obviously, healthy, being healthy, being happy, out of the rat race, and are able to enjoy a wonderful life right now. Mm, Wonderful. And lastly, what's one thing you desire? Obviously, continued health. I certainly want to maintain that through exercise and wellness to be able to continue to move forward and contribute to our family and society in general. All right. So more of more of the good stuff that you've already have. So shall right, be right. better than you can imagine. Well done. Well mm-hmm. um well that's a beautiful Trinity. And um Thank you. I have time to share a quick Trinity before we, we get going. I want to brag and celebrate that my book was launched last week, the Real Estate Investor Goddess Handbook, and it became a number one bestseller. Woo-hoo. Um on Super excited by that, and I am grateful for everybody that supported the book. Um, thank you for for buying it. Thank you for your awesome reviews, people who reviewed it. Thank you for just sharing about it. If you haven't gotten it yet, you can get it on Amazon and um, let me know your thoughts. And lastly, I desire um, I 
kind of the art that we are going to believe next next week, and just another brag. <laughs> but I just this is a really <laughs> fun trip. We're um, we're going to be re-looking at the goals that we set at the beginning of the year, and I just desire to to meet more of my goals and or surpass them, and just to have a, a really great trip and a really wonderful second half of the year. So that's my my Trinity. Thanks so much, Jana, for being here. Um, and thanks to all of you listeners for joining us. You know, we, we love bringing you these wonderful women that are just crushing it in real estate and sharing their stories so that you can be inspired and know that you can do it too, um, where it's it's all very doable, just one step at a time and taking the right steps and getting educated. Well, thanks. If you um, want to get more education, definitely check out the website, realestateinvestorgoddesses.com. We have a blog. You can hear more podcast interviews and um, find out about the book and videos, lots of great content. Talk, And we'll talk to you next time for another great interview with a real estate investor goddess. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Monique. Thank you.